see you shine in the night like a diamond you are. I'm good on the shot, so right, just hold me in the dark. Welcome everyone to the CDAD Youth Podcast called Listen Here. We're excited to present to you our very first podcast. We hope that you tune in for the rest of our series. Today, we're excited to have Ashley Lane from the Detroit College Access Network, aka DCAN. Welcome, Ashley. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi, we're happy to have you. Could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, Andy Kim? Yes, um, like you said, my name is Ashley Lane. I am the program manager for the Detroit College Access Network. Um, I was born and raised in the city of Detroit, so I've been here all my life. Graduated from Northwestern High School, and I attended the University of Michigan Ann Arbor undergraduate. Um, after graduating, I moved back to the city to work with youth and in education. I worked at um, University Prep Science and Math High School for a while before transitioning over to Detroit, I mean to DeCan. Um, DeCan is a nonprofit college access organization. Um, we work with Detroit public, private, and charter high schools to promote um, higher education in the city of Detroit. Our goal is to make sure that all of the students in the city know that pursuing and um, earning a high school and degree and a college degree is a possibility. We do this by um, working with a lot of different organizations in and around the city to connect all of the resources that students need to um, achieve their goals. Um, we do a lot of work with our counselors and advisors in the city of Detroit, making sure that they are up to date and equipped to prepare their students for that next process when they graduate from high school. Um, and then we also offer a number of resources for students to help connect them um, with scholarships, um, financial aid, and just making sure that all of the students in the city know that there are a number of resources out there that um, are just here to support them and make sure they're able to reach their educational goals. So that's just a little bit about me and the organization. Thank you so much for the helpful, helpful information. If you're ready, we could just hop straight into the conversation. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So do you have any tips or tricks for high schoolers to find scholarships? Because we all know that it's extremely hard to find scholarships. <laughs> um, so, yeah, actually, uh, I find that a little like kind of funny because um, as a student myself and students in general, we do feel like, oh, my God, it's so impossible to find scholarships or to actually get scholarships. But surprisingly, there are scholarships available almost everywhere. Um, a good Google search will help you find a number of search engines where you can search for scholarships. Um, some of the tips or tricks I would um, suggest for students that I work with is to look in local areas, places that they frequent every day. So I know we all know those larger name scholarships like the Coleman A. Young scholarship, the Pepsi scholarship, things like that. But a lot of the times um, students don't look right in their own backyard. If you attend a church, check with your church to see if they have a scholarship offering, um, local community organizations that are right in your neighborhood. Sometimes they um, put money together to help fund education for some of the students that um, frequent the 
organizations that they work with. So a lot of the times um, you can check with, like I said, your church or a local nonprofit or somewhere that you wouldn't necessarily think will offer a scholarship and see if they have anything to offer. And a lot of times they may be able to get you a $500 scholarship or a $1,000 scholarship. And I know those numbers may not seem extremely high given the ticket price of affording to go to a college or university, but those small scholarships actually do add up and they can help students out in the long run when it comes to paying for books or getting some tech equipment or lab equipment or something that they need um, that they didn't necessarily factor into the cost of their education. So I would say um, those would be some quick tricks um, or tips is just to check at the places that you go to. If you are a student and you have a job already, check with your employer. I know McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, Foot Locker, they offer a lot of college scholarships for employees. So looking in your own backyard is going to be a really good place to start when it comes to looking for scholarships. Um, other than that, I would say just a lot of Googling. It's going to take a lot of time and research. So knowing going into the process that it is going to be a lot of work on your end, because as we know, nothing is free. I know scholarship money is money that you don't have to pay back, but you do have to put in a lot of legwork on the front end to make sure that you can get those scholarships. So um, just going into it, being realistic and knowing that you may apply to five to seven scholarships and out of that five to seven, you may only get one of those scholarships. So creating a realistic plan for yourself when it comes to applying to scholarships and making sure that you have time to apply to a lot of scholarships so that you can potentially get a few of them. Um, some of the really good search engines or um, just resources online that I think are really good for looking for scholarships are going to be um, the College Board. College Board, um, they are the um, people that sponsor the SAT test. A lot of people only associate them with the SAT test, but College Board website, they actually have a lot of resources um, and scholarship offerings that students can apply for and take advantage of. Um, so I would say that's a really good starting point. Um, also, FastWeb is a very good search engine. And one thing that I really like to recommend for students is a very helpful website called inactyourfuture.com. They offer test prep, but they also have a monthly scholarship scout where they post 10 scholarships every single month. If you go on their website, you can find a quick PDF of their September scholarships, October scholarships, and it gives you the name of the scholarship, what the requirements are to apply, how much it's worth, and the link directly to the application. So when students are just looking for a quick resource where they can kind of map out their scholarship applying um, process throughout the year and Act Your Future is a really good website to take advantage of and I can share that information with you guys afterwards to make sure you can share it out to all of your listeners so that they can um, access that website and take advantage of some of those scholarship offerings. Thank you so much for that. Um, what can high do you have in what can high schoolers do to better prepare themselves for college? Um, to better prepare themselves. <laughs> um, that's like a definitely a fully loaded question. There are a lot of things that um, high schoolers can do, but I would say one of the things that stands out most to me or that I like to highlight in these kind of conversations is going to be starting early. Um, for high school students, I know myself when I was in high school thinking about life after um, high school and what you're going to do next in life. Sometimes you wait until your senior year to kind of start saying, okay, where am I going to apply? What am I going to be doing after um, I graduate? But it's really important to kind of start early and do some research. So looking into the schools that you're interested in, being aware of their GPA requirement, their test score requirement, if they require you to write an essay or any other thing that may need to be done for you to 
be admissible into that school. I say start early because a lot of the times um, as a junior or senior, you may say, hey, you know, I've decided that I want to attend the University of Michigan in the fall. And then you start doing some research and you look it up their GPA requirements, their test score requirements, and you may find out like, oh no, you know, I'm not exactly where I need to be to apply to that school. But if you find that information out as a senior, you don't have much time to make a change in your um, credentials or your uh, current standing where you are. So if you're starting early, um, like an eighth grader or ninth grader, and just kind of looking into those things and being aware of what's going to be asked of you to get to where you need to go, you kind of have a little bit more time to make changes. Um, if you are interested in going into a certain program or a certain field of study, and you know that there's going to be a lot of math or science needed, but you may not be that strong in that area. If you are starting out as a freshman student, you're able to do a little bit more research, um, get a tutor maybe, take some uh, additional classes and in improve and strengthen your scores in that science and math area. So by the time you become a senior, you're going to be a strong candidate for that school. But if you are waiting until your senior year, like I said, to get started, your GPA is kind of set in stone. You may not have a a lot of time to make changes or you may not have enough time to retake that SAT or ACT test before your applications are going to be due. So starting early just gives yourself a lot more leeway to make sure that um, you don't limit your opportunities. So I would say definitely starting early and doing some research. Um, I know you guys have a lot going on. You have a full schedule of classes and you're really focused on just making it to graduation. Um, but taking that little bit of time to start early and kind of do more research on what programs you want to go into, how successful this school is at getting students jobs, what's the graduation rates, especially if you're a student from urban areas like ourselves and you are going to be um, going off to a big university, it's really important to look into minority graduation rates. Um, that's something that a lot of the times we don't really know about or we aren't really sure um, what that means, but sometimes at these larger universities, the minority graduation rate can be a lot lower or a lot higher. So you wanna set yourself up for success by going to a place that's gonna have the resources and supports on campus that you need to make sure that you are best taken care of and you can actually matriculate and graduate out. Thank you. Um... So we all know that applying for scholarships can be a long and lengthy process. Could you tell us like a little bit about your motivation while you were applying for scholarships? <laughs> um, so as a high school student, um, just to be completely transparent, I would say I was probably um, the same as most high school students where you're like, I want to get all these scholarships, but I don't necessarily want to do the legwork or spend all my time doing all these applications and writing all these essays when it's not a guarantee that I'm going to get that funding. So um, my motivation to apply for scholarships when I was in high school, it probably wasn't the best. Um, I was definitely distracted with social things, um, planning for prom, looking forward to graduation, just trying to live it up and do <laughs> the best I could during my senior year. So I definitely would say as a high school student, um, I wish I was a little bit more motivated in that area. Um, but I was really blessed to have a number of amazing teachers and counselors that kind of stayed on me and made sure that I always brought my focus back to the end goal. So making sure that I was able to fund my education because myself and my family, we just weren't in a position to be able to afford to attend um 
a, a university. So um, even though I wasn't motivated, it was always something that was in the back of my mind, like, okay, you need to go to college and you need to figure out how you're going to pay for college. So um, for me, the motivation came about, I would say, second semester of my senior year during that holiday break or that time off. I really made an effort and a plan to focus on applying for a number of scholarships while I was on break, while I had that free time and I didn't feel the pressure of trying to keep up with my other classes. So I utilized my holiday break to apply to a lot of scholarships. Um, one of the things that really helped out, um, and I think that a lot of students benefit from, is the fact that most scholarships are asking you pretty similar questions. So I was able to recycle a lot of my essays. So reusing them, rewording them, and reworking them for whatever another topic might have been. So it um, kind of was helpful because you didn't have to start from scratch all the time. But one of the things that I looked into doing was applying to scholarships that were going to be full tuition that will cover um, the full four years or five years that I would be in college, as opposed to applying to some smaller ones, because I don't know, I guess I was a little lazy, but I just thought that it would be um, better for me to have a more intentional plan to apply for some bigger ticket scholarships so that if I did um, land one of them, that it would kind of alleviate the need to apply for other scholarships because I would be able to fund um, all of my education. And by the grace of God, that actually did work out. So during my holiday break, one of the scholarships that I applied to was the Bill Gates Millennium um, Scholarship and I found out a few months later that I was actually awarded the scholarship. So I was able to go to the University of Michigan undergrad um, tuition free. So shout out to Bill and Melinda Gates for funding <laughs> my undergraduate education. Um, the scholarship has gone through a few changes. There are some things that have changed slightly, but the scholarship is still open and available. So for any students that are interested and willing to put in the time because there are a number of essays. I believe there were like seven or eight essays that you have to write to get this scholarship, but it is so worth it because they will um, fund your education up into a PhD if the programs that you are applying for do qualify. So I would say definitely all students who are um, going into your senior year, even if you're a junior, um, freshman, sophomore, like look into the Gates Millennium Scholarship, kind of figure out what those requirements are and set a plan to apply and execute if that's something that you're going to be interested in, because it was a blessing in my life. Thank you. Um, we all know college costs are expensive. Saying that, do you believe if students have more access to scholarships, they would be more willing to attend college? Yes, yes, I believe that 100%. Um, I've always had pretty good grades. I think I, I would say I'm a pretty good student, um, but I didn't really have many aspirations as a freshman or sophomore um, to go to college. I guess it wasn't something that I thought about a lot, um, mainly because I just knew my family's financial situation. And we've always been taught that um, affording college is just really expensive. That ticket price can scare someone away. So you may have a student that is very capable um, and very um, able to go and be successful at a four-year or two-year university, but because they know that they can't afford it, they may not even consider it an option. They may completely just write it off, not even apply to any colleges, and maybe plan to go into the workforce or something that's going to be a little bit more lucrative for them and their families because they need money right now. Um, so I think that if scholarships were just more widely 
um, not, av not available because they are available, but if the process of getting scholarships was a little bit easier, um, maybe not so competitive, or there wasn't such a negative stigma around applying to scholarships, I think that people lead us to believe that it's going to be such a hard and daunting task, and you kind of count yourself out. But if you are a student in high school and you attend your English classes and you are doing relatively well, you can apply to any scholarships. Those writing skills are going to transition over. Um, I think that if students were taught that the process a little bit earlier on or just given more empowerment when it comes to applying to scholarships and giving more assistance just knowing what's available to them and all those resources out there that they will be more open to um, applying to college or just feeling like um, you know, if I do get accepted to this school, I know that I will achieve or, or uh, accomplish at least one or two of these scholarships that will help me pay off that ticket price. So I think if, um, you know, just scholarships, just resources, grants, anything that's going to support you to fund your education where you don't feel like you're going to be in debt. I know that's something that we never, <laughs> we're always taught to like avoid student loans, avoid student loans. So if there were just a little bit more um, conversation around the amount of free money that is available to students um, and students were just educated a little bit better on what's available to them that they'd be more receptive to um, pursuing higher education because they wouldn't be focusing on the cost it would be more so focusing on their passion and what they're looking to achieve in life so yeah I definitely agree with you there if there was a little less stigma around like the cost of college we would have a lot more students that would be interested Last question. Um, I know you talked about this a little bit, but could you go more in detail about how scholarships have benefited you in your school career? Oh, yes, yes, I definitely can. Um, I know I talked a little bit about uh, receiving the Gates Millennium scholarship as a high school senior, um, which, like I said, was just a complete blessing, like to just get an email one day and find out like, all of my um, undergraduate expenses are going to be covered so that I wasn't limited in where I applied or what I chose to study um, was just amazing. It was something that alleviated a lot of stress for myself and my family. Um, in addition to uh, the Bill Gates scholarship, I received some a few other scholarships. I don't know if Wade McCree is still around, but that was a scholarship that I earned um, and the Compact scholarship. So just scholarships that were kind of given out based on your credentials and your academic standing um, was extremely helpful. But for me, um, receiving that scholarship, it just kind of opened my eyes up to a lot of things that I didn't even know existed. Um, as a Gates Millennium Scholar, I went into high schools throughout my time in college to support other students with applying for the scholarship, because like I said, it is a lengthy scholarship, there is a process to it, and um, after receiving it, I really just wanted other students like myself to know that just because there is a lot of essays or things like that and they want a lot of information from you don't count yourself out because I honestly went into that process of applying to the scholarship and I didn't think I would get it at all I was just like you know let me do this because I've told my counselors or my English teacher that I would and they kind of keep asking me about it they were really on my back about it <laughs> thank god they were <laughs> but um, I didn't expect to receive that scholarship. So once I did, it was like, oh my God, you know, I really just want to spread the good news. I want to let other students like myself know that um, you can actually really uh, get, you can get this scholarship. I think it's real. they really want to know about yourself, what you've been through, how you plan to make a change for yourself in your life if you didn't have to worry about finances. So for me, 
it opened my eyes up to a lot. And actually it's what put me in the career field that I'm in. So while I was in college going into high schools, um, I went into uh, like Pioneer High School, Huron High School in Ann Arbor because they were local. But also whenever I was home, I tried to go back to Northwestern High School where I graduated from to support students applying for this scholarship. And it really showed me that that's where my passion lied. Had I not received that scholarship and actually been in schools trying to help other students get it, I don't think I would have found out as early on as I did that I really enjoy working with the youth. I really enjoy supporting them and making sure that they don't have the same obstacles that I had as a high school student. So I would say that for me, receiving um, that scholarship and just being able to fund my own education, it freed up a little stress for me and allowed me to focus on other things like supporting the youth and ultimately led me to my passion of working with students and kind of giving back and making sure that students know that as cheesy as it sounds like you guys really can do any and everything that you want to do so um honestly I probably wouldn't be sitting here today working for DCAN and talking to you guys on this podcast if I hadn't received the Gates Millennium Scholarship so it has definitely changed my life usually when you receive a scholarship if it is from a foundation or organization, you kind of tap into another level of networking. You kind of have a group of people that you can work with that are in the same boat. So through Gates, I met a number of friends. Some of my best friends that I have today, I met because we were all Gates scholars and we came together in that common, um, on that commonality and like just breeded a friendship. So definitely um, scholarships has changed my life. So I'm an advocate for all scholarships and helping students as much as I can. Uh, receive scholarships and just like overall understand the process of applying and knowing that it's possible like you can definitely get some money for school you just have to be dedicated and know that um, the time that you're putting in is not in vain at all. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule and, um, to be a part of our first podcast. Um, if you could, could you let the people know how they can get in contact with you if they have any questions or comments? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I want to say thank you guys for having me for your first podcast. I'm like, this is a big deal. <laughs> this is exciting. Um, like I said before, I used to work in a high school. So coming to DCAN, we don't necessarily work directly with the youth, more on a coaching side. So I I love any opportunities I can to get back in front of you guys like working with students is what invigorates me and I love seeing you guys just kind of taking ownership of what it is that you want to do like starting this podcast I think that's an amazingly bold move and I see really exciting things in the future for the podcast um but for anybody who's looking to get in touch with myself or just decan as an organization Um, You can find us um, on our website. It's DetroitCan.org. All of our resources are available there. You can sign up for our newsletters there to receive information from us, any resources. Um, We have some student-facing information, information for parents, information for counselors, educators, businesses, whomever. If you are working in some capacity where you work with the youth and support them, um, we are here to support you. We're also um, on Facebook. I believe our Facebook is Detroit Can, um, Detroit underscore Can. We're on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. 
Um, I can share all of our uh, handles with you guys as well, but we're available on all social media. We're trying to meet the youth wherever we can. We do a lot of fun things on our um, Instagram and our Facebook page. We have a lot of giveaways um, where students can participate in raffles and different things. So we may post one day, hey, the first five students that shares with us their college list gets a $25 gift card. So if you are um, a student that is pursuing higher education, and when I say higher education, we don't mean just a four-year or two-year degree at DCAN. For us, college is um, anything that you choose to do after high school that's going to get you some sort of credential certificate that could be trade school, technical school, vocational school, the military, like whatever your plan is, we at DCAN are here to support you and make sure that we can help make that a reality. Um, so if you are on social media, feel free to follow us on any of those social media pages. Um, and then, like I said, visit our website. It's www.detroitcan.org for all of our resources. You can subscribe to our newsletter there, and then it'll also give you quick links to all of our social media handles. Thank you so much. I just want to thank you again for being here. Um, we really appreciate your helpful information. I think it will help a lot of youth that are listening in to the podcast and are trying to apply for scholarships or trying to find some motivation. Um, yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I am super, super appreciative. And um, I don't know how, so after, you know, the podcast goes up and whatnot, can you guys let me know how I find um, or how do you tune into your podcast? Because I want to definitely make sure that I tune in weekly and watch all of your other episodes as well. We would definitely send you all of the information. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, I'm just appreciative. And you guys, if you are currently in high school yourself and you need some resources, like check us out. DCAN is here to support. Yes, I will definitely be um, sharing, uh, talking to you guys because I'm in 11th grade. So. Awesome. Oh, you are. You are right there. We <laughs> definitely need to. We're here. Definitely contact me. I'll make sure that you get all the help you need. Thank you. I just want to thank everybody for tuning into our podcast today. We're really excited to have you here for our very first podcast. Um, please be on alert for our next podcast. Um, it will be coming up soon. Thank you, guys. Come on.